Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll chat with Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl. And up first, we'll discuss the results of CAP's rural internet and cell phone survey. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Keystone Agricultural Producers has released the results of its rural internet and cell survey. I got the details from CAP Vice President Jill Verway. The information that we received from it uh, basically, uh, I guess, confirmed uh, uh, the information that we were getting from our, our members um, through a resolution that was passed uh, in regards to uh, poor uh, cell service and internet service in, in rural Manitoba. So. Uh, we had um, just over 1,500 Manitobas uh, respondents and uh, representing 113 municipalities. And uh, it was, uh, you know, better than 50% in both cases. It was uh, 50% uh, reported Internet uh, disruptions and uh, about uh, 67% uh, saying that they've had uh, interruptions with uh, their uh, cell service on a daily basis. So basically confirmed uh, our members' concerns, uh, you know, the producers in Manitoba, that uh, we're, we're definitely seeing, uh, um, I guess, uh, lack of or, or not very good service in, in rural Manitoba. And I guess for farmers, how is this impacting uh, their business? I, I guess... It, in, in a couple uh, uh, in, uh, areas, uh, firstly being, you know, all of our business is, is done um, at the farm. Uh, if I, you know, in our, our farm, uh, all of our business is done, you know, from our, our office at the farm. And we rely heavily on uh, communications with uh, our input, uh, uh, where we get our inputs, as well as uh, anyone that we deal with uh, is uh, highly reliant on being able to uh, use the internet and being able to use uh, your your smartphone because uh, majority of our correspondence is is being done uh, through those through those two areas. Uh, secondly, I guess uh, from a, a safety standpoint, uh, we've had uh, seri- you know a number of uh, concerns raised by uh, rural uh, producers that uh, you know if you. For the majority of the time, you're uh, out in a field by yourself, or if you're a cattle producer, you're out uh, checking your, your your cattle. And uh, if if there was an emergency, um, a lot of times they're they're not being able to uh, utilize their their cell to uh, you know even contact if if they have uh, a problem. As well as uh, if you're you're out in the field and you're trying to contact someone to get. Uh, um, some inputs delivered or, you know, you're trying to make a market decision uh, during the day, um, you're not able to do that. So it's definitely leaving you at a disadvantage uh, compared to an individual that might be in a, in a, in a, in a city or urban setting where, where that accessibility is, is definitely a, a lot better and uh, consistent. How would CAP like to see this uh, addressed? Well, we've, I guess uh, we're, we're going to uh, share these results, mostly, both uh, with uh, the provincial and federal levels, as well as uh, sharing it with uh, 
the, the major providers so that uh, we can see, you know, um, some steps taken to increase uh, uh, the infrastructure in rural Manitoba uh, and uh, therefore see some improvement and uh, equitable, uh, I guess, uh, services compared to uh, individuals that are in uh, urban centres. That was Keystone Ag Producers Vice President Jill Verway talking about the results of the group's rural internet and cell survey. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture is calling on the federal government to act now to help producers and the ag sector deal with the impact of COVID-19. President Mary Robinson sounded the alarm about the ongoing labor shortage and market volatility. Difficult decisions are being made right now about whether to plant a crop or leave fields unplanted or plant crops that require less labor and costly inputs. She's calling on Ottawa to create an emergency fund to help farmers in need, saying producers need to hear a clear commitment for the 2020 planting season. And it's looking good for this year's winter wheat crop. Doug Martin is chair of Winter Cereals, Manitoba. Well, we had a a really good winter, fairly mild temperatures and not not any really prolonged cold snaps. I think most of the prairies or Manitoba had snow cover. North of Winnipeg, where I am, or I just talked to Ken Gross and Brandon area, he felt that there was decent snow cover to help the crop or benefit it this this year. So that, that part of it looks pretty good. So they're expecting it, most of it, to make it through the winter this year. Time will tell, I guess. Martin says there was about 30,000 acres of winter wheat seeded last fall. That was a look at today's Farm News. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Monday, April 20th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl. Joining us on the program today is Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl. It's important for people to to realize that uh, from a grains and oilseeds point of view, that that we're in we're in really good shape in in terms of the supply chain, and and we're getting questions from from international customers, and uh, you know these are legitimate uh, legitimate concerns that Canada is going to be a a reliable supplier of of grains and oilseeds and special crops during the the uh, pandemic, and we're also seeing concerns evidence from Canadian consumers whether it's uh, you know, empty empty flour in, in the grocery store and uh, Canadians can be assured too that uh, our mills are operating our, our supply chain is working well uh, grain shippers are, are able to move their product our mills are operating our bakeries are operating uh, we're, we're in good shape and on top of that we we know that farmers are are coming into the the plant season for for 2020, and and we're getting questions about whether there's going to be interruption from a, from a farm point of view. And what what we're seeing that you know while there might be some disruptions, uh, farmers have the fertilizer they need, they have the seed they need, they have the crop inputs they need. We're we're in pretty good shape for uh, for spring planting as well. So uh, from a grain and oil seeds perspective. Um, Canada is is there to be a, a supplier uh, right now, as well as as on an ongoing basis. And uh, Cam, talk talk a little bit more about um, how grain is moving across the country. You know, as far as railways and, and ports, and just how things are moving there. Uh, things are moving very well right now. 
Uh, we're uh, we're seeing strong uh, strong movement to port. Uh, we're we're seeing uh, good vessel loadings. Canada is is meeting its its export uh, commitments, and and furthermore, the the companies in the supply chain, whether they're uh, you know the elevator companies or or work at the ports, uh, have taken the steps to to ensure that uh, or at least help ensure that the the impact of the virus is minimized. Uh, farmers will see that when they deliver. Uh, they're no longer going to be invited in, into the office, and, and that is a, a change in business practice, uh, but it's, it's a necessary change to, uh, to help protect the system. Talking a little bit more about the uh, upcoming uh, seeding uh, season here, um, is there going to be sort of a small window to get things done here? Well, I think it's, it's, like, uh, it's like spring every year. Yes, there's a, there's a small window, and, and the crop goes into the ground in a, in a pretty rapid fashion. Uh, one of the differences this year, of course, is it's, uh, there's a lot of harvesting that needs to be done in Western Canada before uh, before we get to spring planting, and 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 so that's that is that is a big concern for for many farmers. Is is harvest of of 2019 uh, still needs to be completed in in many areas, so so that will will delay things uh, a little bit, uh, and uh, you know it, it is a it is a concern for for many producers. Uh, but uh, from uh, the, the perspective of, of responding to uh, to COVID nineteen, um, we're we're in pretty good shape uh, for uh, for getting the crop in the ground. That was Cam Dahl, president of Cereals Canada. Continuing on today's Prairie Ag Wire. Prince Edward Island Senator Diane Griffin talks about the importance of filling the empty job vacancies in the ag sector. I think um, the importance of filling these positions is that the impact on our food chain is huge. First of all, if we don't get the crops planted in the first place, uh, um, then we've got a problem. There's not going to be enough food right from the very beginning. Secondly, if we do get them planted, then how do we get them harvested? I know there's been an awful lot of mechanization over the years, but not enough to uh, avoid having a whole lot of manual labor still being needed. So that's the importance of having either domestic or temporary foreign workers uh, working out in our agricultural fields or greenhouses, as well as in our processing plants. Do you think there might be an opportunity um, for uh, people who may have been uh, laid off from other positions to to come and work in in the egg sector? I think there's a huge opportunity. Uh, This would give us a ready source of domestic workers. The only problem is that, uh, you know, if they are getting one of the benefits uh, from from the government programs, that it may actually be a disincentive for them them to go out and work on firms. They may be wanting to uh, wait to be called back to work if their company uh, or business ever picks up again. But um, another thing we're suggesting is that if people do go out to work on firms and if they get called back to their regular job, that we'd like them to be treated much the same way that military reservists are, is that they would finish their farm work or the task that they're doing and uh, their job would be held for them to go back to. So we've got to think outside the box here. I know this is not something we usually do, 
I just mentioned that it is done for military reservists, but it could be done for others. This is a hugely important topic, and anybody involved in the agricultural industry will realize how important it is. But, you know, it's also very important in the fisheries and aquaculture industry. But our particular committee that I served on didn't deal with that. But that's another whole issue, too, and it's another important part of the food chain. That was Prince Edward Island Senator Diane Griffin. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to the farm desk at goldenwestradio.com. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Verified Beef Production Plus webinars are being held every Tuesday starting at 7 o'clock. You can email verifiedbeefmanitoba at gmail.com. The Livestock Markets Association of Canada annual convention has been postponed. The Animal Nutrition Conference of Canada has been postponed as well. And the Manitoba Summer Fair has been cancelled. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Monday afternoon, we'll hear from Dr. Martin Scanlon. He's the Dean at the Faculty of Agricultural and Food Sciences at the University of Manitoba. Dr. Scanlon talked about some of the employment challenges that will be facing students this summer. We'll have to fit into those essentiality criteria. So if you're a student who's in one of those uh, programs that's been deemed essential and gets approval to carry on under these restricted protocols, there will be that employment, but there will be other ones who had been hoping for summer employment that wouldn't be. We've also been working with Keystone Agriculture producers and with the province to uh, get other summer employment opportunities associated with agriculture that may not have a research component, may be associated with just getting that summer work experience that in the end sort of integrates well with experiential learning for some of our programs. So um, that's that's been done through our um, summer placement coordinator, Kaylin Spain. The uh, Bruce D. Campbell Farm and Food Discovery Centre, um, give us an update on, I guess, what's happening there. Yeah, so all of the school programs have been obviously cancelled uh, and certainly from sort of March onward until the end of the normal school year at the end of June, that really gets ramped up. But uh, we're in the process of putting together some online resources that we hope will help out uh, parents who will be homeschooling their children. So starting this week, we're working um, Kaylin, sorry, um, Kristen Matuichuk, who is our acting director for the Farmer Food Discovery Center. She's going to be putting some online resources some of it in concert with agriculture in the classroom so that that's going to be available for the teachers, home teachers now, and other teachers sort of interacting with parents in the, in the home. And so that will be done on a weekly basis, new resources coming out right up until uh, the end of term, uh, so the end of the school year. That was Dr. Martin Scanlon. He's the Dean of the Faculty of Agricultural and Food Sciences at the University of Manitoba. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. 
Time now for another look at today's farm news. Most of this year's winter wheat crop is expected to survive. That from Winter Cereals Manitoba Chair Doug Martin. He was asked how long it will be before the crop starts to emerge. The soil temperature has to get above like around 3 Celsius. So it's going to take a little bit of time yet, you know, before we get that soil temperature up. Some places were sheltered, there's some green there. You can't really go by that. You have to kind of go by, dig up some plants and do a bag test where you put some plants in a bag and, a, and some sun and some warm temperatures and see if you get some uh, root growth. Martin says there was about 30,000 acres of winter wheat seeded last fall. And the president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture is calling on the federal government to create an emergency fund to help the ag sector deal with COVID-19. Mary Robinson says the ongoing labor shortage, increased costs and market volatility are all having a major impact. CFA and our members are asking government to create an emergency fund, a financial backstop so farmers in need can access funds to help them overcome mounting costs. Canadian farmers need to hear a clear commitment from government to instill in them the necessary confidence for the 2020 planting season. She says with the labour shortages farmers are having to reevaluate their 2020 cropping plans, noting that without the staff to plant and harvest the crops, some land could sit idle. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.